You may be seated. I like what I fear here this morning or afternoon. Amen. Amen. Um, about the Beardsley Farewell Banquet, um, we are doing check or cash, what, whichever, but just let us know. Um, you can just put in the offering, but there, have a note. Just don't put cash in and assume we know who you are. So just put some notes in there or something so we know who you are. Um, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I better get my props ready here. So hold on one second. I just, I gotta, there we go. So, amen. Amen. I've been enjoying these services these last few Sundays. Amen. We're casting vision. Casting vision. Um, I, uh, I've been reading Isaiah, and um, Isaiah chapter 41, um, verse 17. And um, it starts with, and, I, and I'm reading the, uh, the NET um, version, but it says, The oppressed and the poor... Look for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched from thirst. I, the Lord, will respond to their prayers. I, the God of Israel, will not abandon them. I will make streams flow down the slopes and produce springs in the middle of valleys. And I will turn that wilderness or that barrenness or that desolate area into a pool of water and the arid land into springs. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, God, that you be with us here today. Lord, you have a word for us here this morning. God, that you would, Lord, open up our hearts and our minds. Let us receive that word, Jesus. I pray, Lord, let us not just listen to it, God, but I pray that it goes inside of us, Jesus, and we get to internalize this word that, God, that you have for us, Jesus, and it would produce, God, fruit, Lord, and action in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. This is talking about the Jordan River. Now, what's cool is I got to actually see the Jordan River. I saw it all. I saw the part that was not so pretty, uh, very polluted, and then I got to see the part that was. Uh, but the Jordan River is a massive river, and uh, it goes up to the Sea, of you know, the sea of Galilee. Actually, it starts at Mount Hermon, and it goes to Sea of Galilee, and then it goes all the way down to the Dead Sea. Um, and so I was cool. I got to, I got to go to um, the Sea of Galilee, which actually is not very developed, so it's really nice. You can actually kind of get the feel of what it must have been like when Jesus was around. Um, and the water is clean. Um, of course, the Jordan River isn't as mighty as it used to be. Uh, everybody's using it for farming because it is a modern nation. A lot of people need that water, and it is in the Middle East, so there's not a whole lot of water. Um, and so, of course, it's gotten smaller, but in the, in the head of the, 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 the river, it's, it's massive. It's, 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 you could see what might have been what the disciples must have seen or what Jesus might have seen. Or you might even look at the history of Israel. Uh, but really, really cool river. And, um, and it's just so funny because you see the head and it's, it's kind of a small, small river. And then you just kind of see it come down the hill. Um, when you're driving up to see it, your ears pop because the elevation just starts going up really fast. Um, and uh, it's pretty cool. You can... You know, within a couple hours, you can go from uh, the lowest place in the world to a really high place uh, in the world. And so it's just amazing just how that short distance. Uh, but it's, 
it's, it's cool. You, you see this river, this, this, this river coming down. And so I understand what Isaiah is talking about as this, this, this idea of, of, of water in pools of water because in a place where water is everything, um, it's, it's something to be looked at. And, and God uses this imagery of water multiple times uh, in the scriptures. Um, and one passage that that's very fascinating is if, if we take a couple steps back to um, Isaiah 35, verse 4. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read, read the, the New International Version. I know I told them the net, but, um, you know, late last night when I do my studying, when everybody else is asleep, um, this version just really popped out at me. Um, and, it, and it starts at verse 4, and it says, Be strong and do not fear. Your God will come. And he will come with vengeance and divine retribution. For who? Your enemies. He will come to save you. He will, then he will um, open, I'm sorry, and then will the eyes of the blind be open and the ears of the death unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer. Leap like a deer. And uh, it's funny, that word leap there, in Greek, I'm sorry, in, in Hebrew, it's yodalg. And then in the Septuagint Greek, it's halemunu, which the Septuagint is a translation of the Hebrew Bible. Because in the New Testament church, everybody was speaking Aramaic in Greek. And not very many people knew Hebrew. So what they did was they translated the Hebrew Bible into Greek. And so that's the Septuagint. And believe it or not, the early church, the disciples and the Christians used the Septuagint. And that's what they reference. So I think it's interesting. Here's this word, this idea of leaping. You're leaping forward with fast movement. There is a springing. And this lame will get to leap like a deer. And the mute tongue shout for joy. Now watch this. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool and thirsty ground bubbling up springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass, reeds, and papyrus will grow. Grass, reeds, and papyrus will grow. So there's this, this, this amazing thing with this coming Messiah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's foreshadowing what's coming. Jesus is coming, and it's reminding the people that there's someone coming and they're going to go ahead and heal the blinded eye. They're going to go ahead and heal the deaf ear. They're going to come and they're going to go ahead and help the lame to be healed. And they're going to go ahead and help the mute to be able to speak forth. And then wherever there's a desert, wherever there is barrenness, wherever there's no life, water will go ahead and find itself there. That word there, leap. Leap like a deer. And I want to go ahead and I'm going to come down a little bit. I got to, hopefully this works really well. Um, Antoine, can you come on up? I'm going to use him, make an example of him. I'm uh, use him as an example. Sorry. I'm on autopilot. It, it happens. Sometimes I say the wrong things. Can you stand up in the middle? Stand in the middle. I think that works. Can they see them? Can you see him? Good. 
Good. I want, him, I want everybody to see him. All right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Now I need my cup of coffee. What out of my cup of coffee? <laughs> Juliet, can you bring my cup of coffee? Bring it over here. Come on. Come forth, my son. No, you didn't do anything to me. This is, this is what I do with my friends. I was thirsty. But I want to talk about water. And it's, what's interesting is, here we have a drop of water, right? And I have, I have water here. I already drank my coffee. But I'm going to ask Antoine a question. Antoine, did you feel that? <laughs> How about this? Can you feel this? He didn't feel that. All right. Can you feel that? No, he did not feel it. This is important. I'm going to step over here. All right. Antoine, do you feel that? <laughs> you don't feel it. It's a drop of water. He's not going to feel it. Dan, do you feel that? No, he does not feel it. Because it's a drop of water. You're not going to feel a drop of water. You need something bigger, something better, where there's a whole lot of water where you can feel that. And that's what's important about this sermon. It's a very good sermon. It's a very good stuff. Hold on one second. I just got to grab this. I, uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on one second. Alrighty. Can can you close your eyes for a second? We're talking about water. All right. All right. We're casting vision here. I love this. This is all about vision. So he did not feel the drop of water because the drop of water is insignificant. It's small. No one feels a drop of water. When you're going outside and it's just drizzling, you're like, it's just drizzling. It's not a big deal. But when you get a lot of water, it starts to make a difference. I want you to face me. I feel like that would be better. I, no, no, you should be in the camera because I feel the people online should see your face. Hold on. Let me just... <laughs> No, you should probably have your... Can you open your eyes, though? Can you cannot phone a friend. I'm sorry. I'm trying to... Wh wh why, are you, why are you turning your back on me? <laughs> yeah, this way. You ready? All right, hold on. There's nothing in there. <laughs> There is no water in there. There is nothing. It's an empty bucket. Thank you. You're done. <laughs> there is no water in there. You don't feel a drop of water. You feel a massive amount of water. As water moves down from the mountain, it starts to accumulate and increase in volume. The further down it moves, 
It begins to flow. The branches continuing down to the mountain flow into the creek. The creek begins to flow faster and it goes into the stream. The streams and other streams start connecting and they can go to the other streams and the stream starts to move forward to the river connecting all streams and adding more and more water to this river. And what was once a small drop quickly grows exponentially to become a mighty river. Heading to the largest body of water, the ocean on our planet. Water continues down and water grows exponentially. It starts with a single drop. But you can't feel this drop. It's insignificant. It's a simple drop. You can't feel it. You don't understand it. You can just walk outside and you're not going to get wet. It doesn't drench you. And you can just ignore it. But it becomes a problem as it continues down the stream and it starts being added to other streams of water. And soon it becomes enlarged and just grows and grows and grows. I'm talking about water. It's interesting. In, in Psalm 65 and 9, the psalmist says, You visit the earth and you give it rain and you make it rich and fertile. God's streams are full of water. They provide grain for the people of the earth, and you have prepared the earth in this way. God's streams are full of water. There is no drought in God's kingdom. His water is always flowing. You can stop the flow, but it's always flowing. It's always moving forward. And I, I want to go back to this passage of Scripture we see in the New Testament about the Samaritan woman. And here is this outcast that Jesus sees and talks to. And we're all very familiar with this passage of Scripture about this woman who's just been all over the place, has multiple, multiple husbands, and uh, so, so ostracized that she has to go uh, at the worst part of the day to grab water. And here is Jesus just talking to her. And in verse 14, and she's just, you know, talking to her and just saying about water. And, and this is what Jesus says to her. But whoever drinks some of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. But the water that I will give him will become him, him a fountain of water springing up. To eternal life. And I thought springing up. What an interesting word. I wonder what that is in the Greek. Because that's what I do. I have issues. And so I looked at it. And it's halamu. It's that sleeping up. It's that bursting forward. This active verb. This, this idea of water just bursting out of you. And I'm like, well, where did I read about that? Oh, that's right. In Isaiah chapter 35. Verse 6, and it talks, it shall leap like a deer, and the mute tongue shall be shout for joy, and water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. I think it's fascinating. God is just picking different words from his Old Testament, or at that time their Bible, and he's bringing it out, and he's making points. This water, this gushing up, this bubbling out, we can all do that. Now here's, here's my message. My, my title is Leaping 
leaping water. This idea that this water just, you don't control this water. It just comes out of you. You don't get to control God. It just comes outside of you. It just, it just flows right outside of you. It is a stream of water. And what's interesting, and the point I wanted to make about that stream, as that water begins to connect to different tributaries and streams, and it comes down and it grows, is that we as a church are at the top. A lot of potential water waiting to flow down the stream. Our vision is moving the dial for this year in 2023. Moving the dial. Moving the dial in your life and whatever God is calling you to do. This idea of teams, it grows exponentially. We just are at the top of the mountain and we don't see the significance of a single drop. But God is calling us to be, become part of that drop and it's amazing when you add a drop to another drop, it starts to grow and build. And next thing you know, you have a mighty river. But you got to stop from the top of the mountain. You have to come down with the water. And remember, you don't control water. It comes out of you. And here Jesus reminds them, again, that this is water coming outside of you. John 7.37 says, On the last day of the feast, the greatest day, Jesus stood up and shouted out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me, and let the one who believes in me, just as the scripture says, from within him will flow rivers of living water. It just leaps up. It just gushes out. You can't contain it. It goes everywhere. You can't control it. It's bubbling outside of you. But you can be stuck on the mountain, frozen as snow. Or you can come down and join the river. And that river continues to grow. And it grows exponentially. The vision has not changed. We're still going to go ahead and build churches. We're still going to go ahead and have multiple campuses. That's still going to happen. We're just found out the direction where God wants us and how he wants us to do it. And we're all potential drops of water on top of the mountain. You all add value. That was a sermon spoke by Pastor Meg. You add value. You all are important to be added to this body of water as it starts to come down the mountain. And it slowly continues to grow and grow and grow until it's just too massive to control. But that's all right. We don't control this body of water. Jesus does. If I could have the music. I never preach long. I had a dream about 11 years ago, and it was, uh, we were making a decision whether we wanted to, well, we made the decision to, to move out here to Delaware. Um, and it was, it was a very vivid dream, so vivid that I actually wrote it down. Um, I don't know if I've shared it with you before, but uh, it was a pretty scary dream. We were being, you're making a big move, you're taking a leap of faith, you're hopping in your car, and at that time we just had a bunch of books. 
and a dream. We hopped in our car and we drove all the way here. It took us two days, everything we had. Didn't have much. All I had was Meg. And she's enough. No, I, I, I meant to say she's enough. You didn't hear the second part. You have to let me finish, baby. It was just the two of us. But this dream I had was, was me and Meg driving off to come here. And our car goes through a bunch of trees and it starts to fall. And then we land in Delaware. And this is my dream. And God speaks to me in weird ways. Maybe he does do too. And I remember we popped out of the car and I looked around and I didn't see anything. It was barren. It was desolate. And God said, I'm taking you here. <laughs> I'm like, we're going we're gonna to die of thirst, God. But God wasn't showing me what was going to happen to me. He was showing me the environment he was taking me. He said, I'm taking to you part of the world where it's spiritually thirsty. Everybody is thirsty. And I didn't make the connection until this week. You know, yes, God sometimes gives you a dream. I thought it was a bad omen. I thought it was a bad thing. I thought we were going to die of thirst. This was a bad idea. We should just not do what the dream God says. But no, I, I listened. You know, I, I, I said maybe, maybe I'm misinterpreting the dream. And I did. I misinterpreted the dream. The dream was talking about where God is taking me. And he's showing me the spiritual state of where we are. And then he said, I want you to read Isaiah. And I read Isaiah. And it's about this water coming into this wilderness, this barren land. And I'm like, okay, what does this have to do? And he said, think about your dream. Where did you land? And I said, I was, well, we were in a barren land. He said, but look, I'm saying there's going to be water there. Well, I'm like, well, how can that be, God? How can there water be there? And he said, you're going to have little fountains of water all around this landscape. But who are these fountains of water? Where is this bubbling water coming from? It's coming from my people. Each of us carry water within us. And it just flows right outside of us. It just bubbles up. It gets on people. Water just gushing out. And we're going to go ahead and change this landscape. No longer going to be a barren desert. But there's going to be fruit. There's going to be lush forest. And we're going to be part of that. But at the moment, we're in the mountaintop. No water. Right now it's dry. Can I have some drops in here? Can you become part of the drop that comes into this bucket and gets our area soaked with Jesus? Will you go ahead and have the Spirit of God inside of you where you can go ahead and soak others? Now, I'm not saying I have the answers. I don't want you to mistake human fountains for God's fountain. 
We tend to mistake that. We follow pastors and not God. We follow prophets and not God. We follow some other person and not God. And God says, follow me. I'm the life. You're supposed to follow me. Everything's supposed to point to me. But we have a hard time when we serve an invisible God. We like to see the flesh. We like to see people. And I'm saying just ignore all that. Let's go ahead and add this bucket. I'd like to go ahead and soak Antoine with this. Will you come down the mountain and fill the bucket? You have no idea how valuable you are to the kingdom of God. I'm just a drop. But see, that's the beauty of it. As the drop gets added to another drop, it just starts to grow. And who controls this river? Not me. I've, this is God. God controls the river. He's the one that channels it. You can't control this. So you can become part of the mighty river or you can be a glacier stuck on the mountain. Move the dial. Leaping water. We could stand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I was nervous about preaching this sermon, and God confirmed it four times to me. He said, This is what I want you to preach. I'm like, All right, God, what about this? He's like, Nope, this is what I want. Will you join the river? Will you join this vision God has for us? Will you become part of this vision? Well, I don't think I can add anything. That's a lie. I never said that. God never said that. This church never said that. That's a bold-faced lie. You are valuable and you add something to this congregation. The challenge with this is we've all controlled this river. We've controlled it through a single person and saying, well, the pastor does it. And God's saying, you are, you're messing up the flow. I can have multiple rivers if you just let me do it. But God, we got to control it all. We, we, we got to make sure everything is just right. And God's going, don't control my spirit. Let it flow. Arash, what's going on in church? I have no idea bothers me a little bit because I'm a bit of a control freak but I have no clue I know God is at work that's the beauty of this it just it just grows exponentially we be part of this flow thank you Jesus thank you God you got a word for us here today Lord you got a vision for this church. You got a vision for my life. You have a vision for each individual in this place, Lord. Their voice is important. Their experiences are important. Their education, Lord, whatever they have bring to the table, Lord, they add value to your kingdom. Lord, we can't do it without them, Jesus. Each droplet is important in the grand scheme of things. 
Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, help me, God, to be part of a big movement. Help me, God, to be part of a big movement. Don't let these lies come to me and distract me. Don't let these lies go ahead and take me to another side and saying, no, 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 no. You don't need to get into that river. That river is just too dangerous. It's unpredictable. You want to go ahead and get out of the flow. No, God's just saying, come on, get back in the flow. Come on. Come on. There's living water here for you. It's going to flow out of your bellies. There's water coming outside of me. and You don't have to be thirsty anymore. You don't have to be lonely anymore. You don't have to be isolated anymore. I have something better for you. I have something greater for you. This world cannot fulfill your thirst. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, we live in a thirsty place. I hope you're not too thirsty. If you are thirsty, then drink. Drink from God. Drink from Him. Don't go finding other fountains. They're not going to satisfy your thirst. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord, let me not get sidetracked, Jesus. It's amazing. As soon as you decide to make a commitment to God and go his direction, all kinds of distractions just come boom out of your way. Your attention gets disfocused. You start looking at other things. You're looking around instead of what's ahead of you. That's normal. That means you're in the will of God. Stay connected. Stay committed to the plan. Don't get distracted. Focus on what God has for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to open these altars. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I need to hear from you, Jesus. God, I know you have vision for my life. Lord, my wants and my needs, God, nothing will be fulfilled without you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Help me, God, to move the dial, Lord. Help me, God, to move the dial, Jesus. Move the dial in my life, Lord. I'm in control of my discipleship, Lord. I'm in control, Jesus, of where you want me to go, Lord. Help me make the right decisions, Jesus. Let me not get distracted, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Help me not get carried aside, Lord God, with all kinds of promises and false things, Jesus. Help me, God, not to get distracted, Lord, by the cares of this world. Help me, God, to stay focused on you, Jesus. It seems like as soon as I try to take a step forward, Lord, every step I take, it seems my world just falls apart. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, help me, God. Oh, Lord. Let the water, God, spring forth outside of me, Jesus. Oh, let it touch my co-workers, God. Let it touch my Lord, God, my classmates, Jesus. 
Let it touch my family, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, let me not get distracted, God. Oh, let me chase God. Human fountains, Lord. My own dreams, God. My own desires, Jesus. Help me, God, Jesus, to God, put forth the vision you have for us, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, let your flow, God, let your waters flow outside of me, Lord. Let me not stop them up, God, with my own insecurities, Jesus. Let me not stop this flow, Lord God, with my own sin, Jesus, in my life. If there is something, God, I'm harboring, I repent of it right now in Jesus' name. If there is something, Lord God, that's preventing the flow from coming out, Lord, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. If I'm isolating myself from the body of Christ, I rebuke that right now in Jesus' name. If I'm hurt right now, Lord, I pray for healing in my life. Oh, if I have trust issues, Jesus, I pray that you take care of the trust issues. I bring that to you, God. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm too valuable, God. I'm too important, Jesus. I can bring water, Lord God, to my community. I can give water to others, Lord. Oh, let me get connected, Jesus. Oh, Lord God, I'm tired, Jesus, of being thirsty. I'm tired, God, of being lonely. I'm tired, Lord God, being by myself. I don't want that anymore, Lord God. I'm tired of doubting everything, Jesus. Give me confidence, Lord, in you, Jesus. You got big plans for us, God. You got big dreams for me, Jesus. You got big dreams for people here today, Lord God. Don't let them settle for something less. Don't let them settle for something worse, Jesus. You got better things for them, Jesus, than what they cannot get offered in the world, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, check my heart, Lord. I pray it's pure, God. Check my intentions, Jesus. I hope they're pure, Lord. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
Jesus. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, God. Let that water flow, Jesus. Let it just come outside of me, Lord. Oh, let me not stack up this. want me to add to my life, Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, don't let me stop the flow, God. Don't let me stop the flow, God. Let it just come outside of me, Jesus. Let the living water, God, do what it's supposed to do, God. Let it bring God, Jesus, water to this thirsty world, Lord. Let it quench the thirst, God, of my co-workers, Jesus. Let him flavor God, let him taste God's what I taste every day, Jesus. Thank you so much. Walk in my way. Be still. Be firm. Be firm. 
Yes. How many receive that? Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Oh, la la ria la masa la masa taya. Oh, you're such a good God, Lord. You're such a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. God good. I know that seemed like a trite statement, but he is good. Uh, just wanted to, to um, ask you all to be particularly mindful this month to be present. I know we do have the option of watching online if you're sick or some, you know, some extenuating circumstance comes up and you can't be here, but be here. We will be casting vision throughout the, you've, you've heard, I call this part two of it. Uh, really, if you recall to memory, and maybe I'll remind you to go back and read uh, and watch Meg's sermon from the first week of the new year, that uh, adding value and value added, living a life of substance and, and, and putting things into your life that are meaningful, and in particularly meaningful in the kingdom of God. You add a Rosh's sermon to that today, uh, and then next week, and then the last week of, of, of the month. And our overarching topic, as Arash um, mentioned today, is my brain just went out move the dial we all have a drop we are a drop and god wants you to add to that add to that that there's a there's a larger work there's a larger pool of water downstream that ocean that, that rosh uses metaphorically today that we're all connected to we're all you, you, this is no time to be separate it's never a time to be separate in the kingdom you can't stay over there that little drop yourself. You'll be quite ineffective. <laughs> you'll, you'll have your own issues isolated over there by yourself. But we're meant to be pulled together. That collective power of God's people. And, and God can do mighty things with the people of one mind. I'm just giving you some other, as, as if a rosh didn't give us enough metaphors this morning. I love this guy. <laughs> I don't know if anybody does more metaphors than me, it's a rosh. <laughs> but I think we got it. I think we got it, right? Get in the stream. Get in the flow of what God is doing. Let his spirit lead and guide us. And so make sure that you're present throughout this month as we talk more about moving the dial, our vision uh, for, this, for this year, 2023. Man, it's, it's kind of odd to say 2023. That's just, whew. All right, but on another more, you know, just uh, functionary note, I do want to remind you all who are taking the class, Exploring Newark, that it, we have moved it. I heard we heard you. Some of you have some physical issues about getting up and down the steps. So we have moved that class to down here in the reception room. So right after service, if you just come there, we'll give us a second to get things set up. We'll be ready for you. If you haven't, if you're new or newer here, or if you've missed this class online, most of us took it as a part of our small groups over this past year. Uh, but if you, if you didn't take it in small groups and you want to know what this is all about, we talk, we talking about a vision, and Rosh threw out a lot of pieces of that today, this calling that God has given to Newark in particular. Right? God has given this body a particular calling, an honor to be a part of it. It's different in the church world, right? Different in the sense of how we're going to carry this out. Our mission, as Rosh said, is very much the same, right? We are here to be a part of God's kingdom. We are, we are all about baptism in Jesus' name and being filled with the Holy Ghost and living a life of holiness. We are not moving from those points, period. But there's a how God has given us to carry out that. And that class that we're talking about, Exploring Newark, will give you the, 
breakdown on that. So if you if you haven't gotten into it, we only had one last week, so you're not we're not too far in that you won't be able to follow. So if you're new here and you want to know what this crazy church is all about, and this vision that 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 you've been hearing about, you know maybe you got snippets of it here or snippets of it just watching on live. You want to know about it in depth? Please join that. You can join starting today again right at the service and the reception room. We have room for more. Feel free to to jump in. All right. Anything else? You are dismissed in Jesus' name. See you next week. God bless you all.